Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hi there. Welcome, welcome, welcome to today's sixth and final episode that has to do with what I call the freedom equation. This freedom equation is learning plus focus plus action equals liberty. This idea is represented or, or stated in my PTAC personal truth and commitment statement. The PTAC is a, is a living document that is my own guide, my own life guide. And I'm surprised at how often people don't have a guiding set of principles they live each day the best they can, and, you know, maybe they have short-term goals. They're going to go on vacation or buy a second home here or make enough money to pay off this debt or get out of debt or get healthy or whatever it is. But I'm talking about a set of overarching principles to which they have chosen to commit themselves. And that, to me, is fundamental to having a real enjoyable life, to living in the greatest of love and joy that I possibly can is first creating and then intentionally fully living into that set of principles. I think the lack of having that is what creates the, the massive epidemic of mediocrity that we have. And by that, I, I don't mean people don't ever do a good job. I mean, most folks live sort of in the middle, listlessly, day-to-day, -day, working for the weekend. You know, lot, most people don't really enjoy the job that they have or the work that they do to create money to live with. You know, it's a trade. It's sort of an evil trade. I have to go do this work so I can get some cash to do the things I want. And that is so warped. It is not necessary I don't know, warped. It's sad. It is absolutely not necessary to live that way. Another way you could live is I do the things I love. That adds good to the world and creates cash. And so my life is beautiful and wonderful every day. Like, why can't we live that way? And I know from personal experience of my own and the clients I work with, you can live that way. Doing things you love and are good at creates both joy, it develops a talent, and it can create a living for you. Creating cash, which is just an exchange medium that you then trade for other things you need, like food or shelter or a car <clears throat> or other kinds of goods and services you might need. We all need to have trade. A, a trading mechanism, and the way we have always traded is we, we make something and someone else makes something and we trade. And money is now the official trading medium because 
we don't have ways to trade for cars or trade for food, which may be grown far away, and so we just created an intermediate mechanism. The difficulty has come when we created a religion around that and said people that have more of this energy, this money to trade, are somehow better than those who have less. And that's, number one, it's flat not true on its face. It's a falsehood. A person may have a lot of money and they may give it all away or they may use it for something. That doesn't mean that they're less of a person than someone who has a lot. And we also have a, a religion around the idea that the person that can create the most money and have the most stuff is somehow elevated in our opinion. And again, that's a, that's a dangerous falsehood because it doesn't recognize, it, it, I mean it, it's a dangerous falsehood. And it's dangerous because it doesn't recognize one core truth. Each one of us is a divine creation God didn't say, well, I'm going to, like, you know, do favors for this guy and burn this guy down and make this gal really smart and this one over here really stupid so she has a hard time. He didn't do that. Everyone has gifts and talents. Everyone has massive challenges. I've come to the conclusion here in my life that this life was designed to be hard. It was designed to be full of massive daily, weekly, monthly challenges, things to overcome, times and circumstances and situations where things go wrong, where people hose you and everything else. And the real issue is what are we going to do with those, those situations? Because that determines who we are. When things are going good and easy, that doesn't say anything about us. When things get tough, stuff goes against us. Stuff happens we don't want. We get sick. People betray us. We lose stuff financially. The economy goes south. That, that shows who we are is in those times. So... The freedom equation is the, the, my attempt to describe what I think the key components are of how to have freedom. Because we all say, people say all the time, I don't know if everyone does, but when I say, what's the ultimate life? Oh, freedom. Freedom what? Well, freedom to do whatever I want, whenever I want. Enough money and no sickness and everything's perfect, everything's lined up. Well, that's nonsense. Life isn't built like that. So that if you have a period of time like that, it's going to be small and short because the design is to learn and to grow and it doesn't happen when things are on easy street. So if you want to create liberty a different way, the freedom equation, learning plus focus plus action equals liberty, that means that freedom is something else. Freedom is in your head. You are free to experience this life as you choose it. You are free to create each person as you want to. You are free to create yourself as you want to. You are free to interpret and live with each circumstance as you choose to. I, I use this example several times, but I'll use it again in during wartime in concentration camps. Uh, I have read stories from World War II where Viktor Frankl wrote about people who suffered terribly and they sat around, felt sorry for themselves and mourned and everything else. And in the same building with the same suffering and the same food rationing and the same problems are people who got up and made it their business to run around, cheer others up, and to be happy on purpose. There was no external indicator that one would do one and one would do the other. It was an internal choice. So I know <clears throat> that you are free, and so am I at this moment, to be happy or not happy. You are free to make that choice. You are free to choose your next action. Right now you're listening to this podcast, and I'm grateful for that. But it won't matter that you listen to it unless you make a choice to do something 
more with your life to create the ultimate life of purpose, prosperity, and joy created by serving with your divine gifts. Now, what I notice as a coach and as a person who is heavily engaged in the people encouragement business, the anxiety annihilation business, the heart refurbishment business, I have a lot of names that I use to describe the process of coaching, it's really helping people understand who they are. You are a child of divine creation. You have gifts and talents. You're here to serve and bless everybody around you with those gifts and talents. So am I. That's why we're created. And we're created to do it as we stumble and fight and wander through hardship, difficulty, growth opportunities, and struggle, kind of like consistently climbing a mountain. Well, that's how this life seems to be designed. And here's the cute, not cute, I, I say beautiful, I guess, the beautiful choice. You get to choose to be happy during all that work, or you get to choose to be miserable during all that work. That's liberty. You are free to choose happiness, life, light, looking up, creating joy, no matter what your circumstances are, as illustrated by the World War II thing. Or you're free to be unhappy, look down, be frustrated, see what's missing, glass half empty, and be negative. If you want freedom in your heart, freedom from worry, freedom from negativity, freedom from being burdened, and you want to live instead with joy, you can choose that regardless of your circumstance. And you can be arguing with me. And remember, <clears throat> I haven't been through what you've been through, but I've been through decades of depression. And I've been through addictions and I've been through rehab and I've been through being sick in the hospital so sick I died. And, you know, I, I've been through my set of things as you have. And I know that we have the ability to choose. And what I have learned, I didn't always know this, and I certainly didn't always understand or act this way. What I know now is I'm free to be happy every minute, no matter what's going on around me. And I choose to do that. So this concluding of six episodes on the freedom equation, knowledge, knowledge or learning, sometimes I use it interchangeably, but knowledge is a, bio, a pile of static knowing and learning is an active application. So learning plus focus plus action equals liberty is there's three parts. One is we often use excuses, and those are all the things that start with, yeah, but, yeah, but you don't understand, yeah, but you don't get it, yeah, but it's different, yeah, but mine is the worst possible, and, you know, fill in the blank. So that's one thing, and I can tell you where that goes. That always goes to what I call the land of suck, S-U-C, serious unintended consequences. If you make excuses about where you are and why you can't do better, and if I do too, I'm in the land of serious unintended consequences or the land of suck. That's not a fun place to live. And the good news, you can leave anytime you want. Oh, wow, what a cool thing. The second thing is I want to talk about stuckness. I was in a guest on a podcast the other day, and the title of the podcast, I think, was Getting Unstuck or Being or Creating Unstuck or something like that. Acknowledging how we get stuck, and then the whole point of the podcast was processes, tips, stories, ideas about being stuck and getting unstuck. Now, that stuck, when we use that, and especially in coaching, it almost always applies not to my tire stuck in the mud. I drove my Hummer when I had one in snow one day, and I got stuck. Well, that was one stuck, and I had to get out, and I had to do some things. I had to find some branches and 
dig out some snow and finally get a board and do some things to get unstuck. The stuck that we talk about most of the time is a mental rut. We're mentally or spiritually, energetically, we're stuck in a place. We have adopted a belief. We can't do this. We won't make it. It won't work. It, I'm not good enough. There's too many negative things, uh, you know, and that's just like spinning your tires in the snow like I did. So, and, and then I had to get out and go do some work. Getting unstuck is the same thing. Now, it's okay to be stuck. We all get stuck. We all get convinced in a given moment that our situation is terrible, unsolvable, intractable, impossible, and on and on and on. Okay. I'm not going to argue with you until you don't feel like that sometimes. Of course you do. So do I. So that's completely okay. What's not good, if you're trying to create your ultimate life, you know, like if you wanted to stay stuck in mediocrity and just doing what's in front of you and not worrying about creating excellence and joy and prosperity, you're free to do that. You are free liberty to make that choice. If you want to do the learning and focus and action that creates more choices, more liberty, then it's not okay to stay stuck. Getting stuck where we're in a mental rut and believe we can't, won't, shouldn't, do, have a certain thing, okay, fine. But it is time now to get unstuck. And getting unstuck in a mental rut or spiritual or energetic rut is exactly the same as me getting unstuck from the snow. You have to get out <clears throat> of your rut. You have to go find the branches to give yourself some traction. The branches are input. It is a book you might read, a coach. My most effective unstuckness and work has been coming, come through the process of getting a good coach who understands what I want, who's on my side, who won't deal with or will not allow me to live in excuses and BS. That kind of coaching has really helped me just like it does an athlete. A coach sees the massive power and potential of an athlete and won't let him settle for half-baked. Okay, well, to get unstuck in the snow, I had to get out and do a bunch of stuff that I said. To get unstuck from our mental, emotional, spiritual ruts, we have to do the same thing. We have to go find things that give us traction. We have to make a firm commitment that we're going to do it. If I'd stayed in the driver's seat, nothing would have happened. I could have waited till the snow thawed in spring, I suppose, a few months away, and then finally, you know, gotten out. Well, you don't want to do that. It's time to move forward to create the liberty. And remember, we defined liberty or freedom as the abundance of choice and the ability to make those choices. To do that, you need to make some progress, create unstuck. Now, <clears throat> one of the ways I do that is create games. I've created recently a new game for my exercise in the morning. Now, I have a long two and a half, three hour morning ritual. And you know that if you've listened to many podcasts. And in fact, I've taken several episodes to dissect it, take it apart and teach you a process that you could use to create your own power-creating morning ritual that gets you fired up and going every single day. Getting unstuck requires the work. That's the action in the learning focus action uh, equation. Making even small progress using, I said it, I did it, I said it, I did it. We talked about the cadence of success. So the game I have with my new exercise thing is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I do this sort of thing. And Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, I do this. And Sunday, take off. It's just a new way of looking at it because I didn't like how my exercise was feeling. Oh, I don't want to do it. And as soon as I felt that, I'm like, okay, I got to do a new way. So I created a new one and it's fun. And I'm doing it and it probably won't last forever. I'll have to change it again, but that's okay. The point is, decide you're going to be unstuck. Do the learning required. 
Focus on one tiny area at a time and take the action to create new choices. They might be choices of your, how you feel about things, how you focus and share your love. All those things are important and are good and will help you get unstuck, move forward, and create your liberty, your choices, and your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet